Rolling over hills, winding round the trail Comes the signal of that old radio Searching with the dial, fingers trekking for miles They'll settle in the valley that they know Hey guys, it's 8.22 p.m., 5.16.2016. It is Opal City Radio time. My name is Mike, and with me is Emily. Hey, guys. Uh, Emily, I I have a question for you. Oh, uh, I don't know if I have any answers for you. Okay, it's, it's not a question like, you know, we were talking about the, you know, the other time with, with Hub City. This has nothing to do with Hub City. Oh, okay, good, good. Yeah, but when you have prophetic dreams... Uh-huh. Would you ever act on them? Maybe. I mean, if I had like a cool gas mask. Yeah. And maybe if I rigged myself up like a gas gun. Yeah. And maybe if I was loosely tied in with Morpheus the Sandman. I would say more than loosely. Well, yeah. The world needs a Sandman. And when Dream of the Endless is trapped for like... 60 years in a glass bubble um it's a glass bubble bro just like tap on it yeah but he's like he's a he's like a magical guy and he got he got trapped by a source like literally a sorcerer (laughs) trapped him in a bubble and he was like wait a minute you're not death you're a dream and he's like yeah let me out and he was like no you you dummy <laughs> no, we're talking about a good Sandman who doesn't How dare you? Oh my god! By sorcerers and into being put into glass bubbles that are easily shattered. Morpheus, Morpheus was only trying to help, guys. He was only trying to help. But yeah, let's talk about the Sandman. Let's talk about good Sandman. Sandman mystery theater, to be specific. Yes, which was DC Vertigo's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Sandman offering, and it was it is fucking awesome it's so good so it's, it's strange that yeah you should mention other sandman because yes. they did this because that sandman did so well and yeah like well we, we have this other sandman eh, eh, <laughs> i mean eh, eh? to to be honest like when i when i think about um as you know as i'm sure you guys know i'm a huge sandman fan like like neil game and sandman <laughs> And Emily is not. No, I, I tried so, it and it, I did not, could not into. It will happen eventually. It will. You keep threatening this, and I know it will. Yes. <laughs> but um, you know, when I think about the Sandman mythos, mm-hmm. I can't help but think of Wesley Dodds mm-hmm. because in like in the comics, one of the it's a he has a single panel in in one of uh, Gaiman's books. Uh-huh. And where it's like, you know, when dream is captured, mortals, like, people can't dream as effectively and they can't reach the dreaming as effectively anymore. And so the world is kind of looking for a replacement and it finds this man, Wesley Dodds, Mm -hmm. and it makes him the Sandman. And because he is the Sandman, he sleeps the sleep of the just. Oh, that's amazing. Okay, that's. That's where that comes from, then. Right. Like, Neil Gaiman, like, his interpretation of it, I guess, Mm -hmm. which is the correct one, I guess, since he made up Dream, is, like, Wesley Dodds has his powers because literally the universe is like, your mind is open, Mm -hmm. you're the only one that can, like reach the dreaming, and the world is just trying to find another Morpheus, but it can't. Huh. So Wesley Dodds basically is just like he's acting out on these impulses and he fills this role as like the Sandman of, you know, in like the 60 years that Morpheus is like, damn, this glass. <laughs> I see. OK, that's, yeah. that's interesting. A little bit, a little bit of a little bit of a uh, uh, early, early DC for you. 80s DC. Wow. Yeah. Look at you. Hey, I got I got some surprises. You, you got little, little tidbits too, there, friend. That's right. Yes, I have I have the juiciest of secrets. Uh, no, no, please don't. <laughs> They're sous vide secrets. No, please don't do that ever again. <laughs> uh, but that means I will only do it I, more. I, I know it's true, but yeah, um, I 
absolutely loved this series. This series is one of the ones that kind of like started to get me back into comics mm-hmm. because I had stopped reading them for a long time. Yeah. And, um, you know, I mean, Matt Wagner's writing it. Yes. I, I, I've loved him since Grendel. You know, I've never read Mage or Grendel. Mage? Oh my god, I should send you Mage. Mage is, Mage is my jam. You know, and it's, again, like, two series that I've heard nothing but good things about. Yeah. And I've been aware of them for ages and ages and ages. I've just, I think, yeah. I think Sandman is the only Matt Wagner stuff I've ever really read. He, like, he's, like, probably one, if there was, like, Okay, there's a space in my set in my head, and it says best comic book author, uh-huh. but it's like this arena that's <laughs> full. Of like it, it, it's Neil Gaiman and Matt Wagner. They're fighting each other with the things from Star Trek. Okay, while like Alan Moore is like like singing that song and ringing the little bell oh things. My at the God. Yeah, it's it's weird inside my head, guys. You don't want to. <laughs> But um, but yeah, I mean, I I liked Grendel. I liked most of Grendel. There was some Grendel that I didn't like, um, and I really liked Mage. Mm-hmm. You know, like to this day, when I go into diners and stuff and order a cherry coke, it's because I used to like Mage that much. Oh my god, that's amazing! Because that's that's all Kevin Matchstick would would drink would be cherry cokes. <laughs> you fiend! Yeah, yeah it's, it's true. What can I say? I'm a sad, pathetic man. Um, <laughs> But but yeah, I mean, this is one of my favorites. It's like the texture and the historical um, setting yes. is fantastic. It's so good. Yeah, Sandman. Oh my god! I again, like I've read this book before. It's been it's been a minute yeah. since I've read it. Um, but yeah, when I was like, we're gonna do crime, I'm like, hell yeah, we're gonna do Sandman oh, Mystery yeah. Theater. It's, yeah, absolutely. Audie McCurr. Um, no, it is. It's, uh, it's so good. Okay. Let's, let's dive into it. Yeah. Let's, 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 I'm, I'm doing a cannonball into let's, this. Let's, let's running leap into the shallow end. So, so, um, Emily, I, I know my notes are wrong because like <laughs> I wrote Worsley Dodds for some reason. Who is this Wesley Dodds guy? Well, his name is not. Who is Worsley? Who is Worsley <laughs> Dodds? There is no Worsley Dodds. But my notes say it's <laughs> There is a Wesley Dodds, however. Yes. Um, Sandman is actually, he's an old DC character. Yeah. Uh, Pre-World War II, he's from the 30s. Uh, back when DC was doing um, a lot of like their pulp vigilante yes. dudes um, that were very popular before the war, before superheroes took over everything. Yeah. Um, so... Okay, so, like, Mystery Theater is pretty much a reimagining of those 19, those original 1930 stories. Yes. Um, so you have Wesley Dodds, who is, he's another millionaire inventor yeah. character. Um, he inherited all of his money. His dad had all these, you know, he was a financial dude. Yeah. His father passed away. He inherited everything. You know, he has uh, prophetic dreams. Yes. Which are, like we said, we tied into the other Sandman. Can can we take a moment to talk about his power? Sure. Like, when, like, comic book characters often have very overblown powers. Yes. You know, like, I mean, they they give out, um, you know, like, flight, invulnerability, super speed, super strength. That's, like, the generic That is the package. very generic superhero. Yeah, like if, like you know, you, I mean, you could name like Superman, Miss Marvel, the Captain, uh, Jessica Jones, Jessica Jones. Yeah, th- they all have that that power. And like Wesley, I love small, like I love more cerebral powers. Yeah. and I'm not talking like Professor X, but like Wesley Dodd's power isn't like if if you were to like rate it on a chart or something, <laughs> it'd probably be under Superman. He can't fly. He can't shoot no. lasers out of his goddamn eyes like a monster. No, I mean, what he does is that he has these dreams. Yes. And it's something that's actually been in his family, if right. I'm recalling correctly. Um, yes. And yeah, and so he, he has these dreams. They're very, well, I mean, they're dreams. So it's not like, you know, this dude is going to like shoot this guy, you know. 
Yeah, they're they're very like he has to. Yeah, exactly. He has to interpret these dreams. And that's what I love so much about his character that like he's he wants to fight the good fight. And he's so dedicated to doing that, Mm -hmm. that he takes these like symbolic, crazy dreams and he turns them into this is what's going on. Mm -hmm. Like, that's how good of a detective was. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like he has zero superpower. I wouldn't even call the dreams a superpower. (laughs) <laughs> they're not they're, they're just he has weird yeah dreams it's just, a lot. just kind of a hindrance most of the time yes but he is he's a very good detective and yeah. you know he does like his his weird like oriental like yoga because yeah, it's the it, 30s and this much, yes well i love that that like you know he was like oh i went to school in you know tibet and hong kong you know like <laughs> and he has that kind of like eastern upbringing yes but it's not like super overblown where like Wesley Dodds is like a kung fu master no, or anything. No, not at all. It's just he, yeah. his dad sent him to school in yeah. Hong Kong. And so he spent a lot of time there. Yeah. You know, and, and like he mostly uses it for like meditation and stuff and not the weird, creepy question. I know, I was thinking yoga was, stances. Like, no, thankfully. that's it's what he does. He's a very, like you said, very cerebral dude. Um, yes. You know, and he, he does. He has his his costume of the gas mask it's a creepy mm-hmm. costume yeah it I is mean, i mean very i love the way that drawn that. but i love it's, it well i mean think about it like in the 30s if you saw that shit you'd be like what the fuck dude even like, now i'd be like bro what the i mean now i'd be like what, what, what yo what, what's your instagram bro i'm nonplussed by this and then he would gas <laughs> but no he's got his uh his old gas mask he wears mm-hmm. the it's like pre World War One banner, like post World War One banner. Yeah, now. it's yeah. old and creepy, you know, with the hat, overcoat, the suit, and then he has his gas gun yes. that he invented. Yes, uh, and this is what he does. You know, when he needs to like get to the bottom of things, is he'll gas people. It's mm-hmm. non lethal or supposed to be non lethal. Yeah, um, and it's you know he, you'll. In, in your dreams, you know, you'll tell me the truth and, yes. and it oh, so gets good. people to, it's almost like a hypnosis type of thing, Yeah, but it gets them to open up so we can question them and they'll tell him what he wants to know. And then he's like, good, now sleep the sleep of the just. Yes. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it is. Really, I mean, it's so pulpy, but it's so great. Yeah. He also does the origami yeah, he, as well. He does origami. So he'll leave, uh. Uh, appropriate little origami animals on people like he fights a guy who's like the scorpion and when he defeats him he leaves like a little origami scorpion on the Mm -hmm. guy and then sometimes he'll leave uh kind of like poetic messages behind yes you know he gets like all into it i'm like oh wesley yeah what i love and, and i mean he's like he is the prototypical like cerebral dude. He's very smart. He's not really that physically gifted. No, I mean I love how they draw him because he's. I was thinking about this the other day, and I'm yeah. like, in okay, there's a lot of millionaire billionaire inventor yes. heroes, right? Yes, Tony Stark, Bruce Wayne, Ted mm-hmm. Court, Blue Beetle. Yeah. yeah, there's it's an archetype. And yeah. when you think of that, that I mean, honestly, like the two you think of, you think Bruce Wayne, you think Tony Stark, and they're very, yeah. you know, square jaw, broad shouldered, right? You know, it's like they've never seen a billionaire in their life. They're all stunted dwarf men, <laughs> you know. But they're all, you know, they're, you know, lady killers, and you know, yes, men's men, you know. And that's right. not Wesley at all. No, he's kind of pudgy, yeah, a little bit. He's real yeah. nerdy looking. He's got like these giant glasses. <laughs> He's got the big round frame glasses. Yeah. That he wears under the, the mask. Yes. That's that's so awesome. And I'm like, Wesley, that is the most as someone who has glasses. <laughs> that is the most uncomfortable thing. But I mean, like, it just adds to like that heroism that he has, yes. you know, because he's just he's a regular he dude. He is just you know? a dude. But he he's trying to make his city a safer city. In city, by the way, is New York. He doesn't have like, yes. his own fun made right. up like, city. Yeah, with a terrible name that would never actually be, be a, a city, city name. name. But, yeah. Yeah. Like Hub City? Why would you call Global a city? Global City? Uh. Hey, hey, it's a proud goddamn tradition. <laughs> Global City. 
the jewel of the Midwest. Is that where it was? I couldn't even tell you. It looked like kind of a shithole in the 1930s. Eh? I, I don't know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that's that's Wesley. Um, yeah. And then you have his girlfriend, who yeah. is my personal favorite. Yes. Uh, I figured. <laughs> Deanne Belmont. Yes. Who, again, plays a very different role than a lot of, like, girlfriends. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, you goddamn right yeah, about that. Deanne is, is nobody's damsel in distress. No. Uh, she's never, actually, no, she is never captured she never really needs to be rescued. She's not swooning. Mm-hmm. Um, right. She's a very active participant when she figures out that Wesley is Sandman. And she's yes. like, oh, this explains why, okay, why you're always breaking dates with me. And yeah, no weird exactly. excuses. Okay. Um, she is the daughter of the DA. Yes. You know, college graduate, uh, modern woman. Yeah, that's what I liked about her is that, like, I, I messaged Emily before and, I, and we were talking about her. And not bad, by the way. We weren't thrown in the shade. <laughs> we're, we're fans. Yes. We're followers, yes. okay? Um, and, you know, like, when you consider the historical time period that this takes place <laughs> in, you know, she fits in perfectly and also manages to stand out as well. I mean, yeah. Again, like I've I've spent like the last week like thinking a lot about like her and Wesley and yeah. like, their world, mm-hmm. and I do I just I love like how realistically progressive both of them are. Yeah, um, exactly. Because you have Deanne, who I mean, they're both children of privilege. You right. know, this is late 1930s. The depression is still going on. Neither one of them yeah. have really been affected by it. Yeah, which, you know, was the case you know, for there were, a certain yeah, subset of people. Who weren't affected. Um, they're both very aware that they have not been affected by it. I think Wesley yeah. may be a little bit more than her. Or it's yeah. more at the forefront of his mind. Right. And that's probably because of his crazy-ass dreams all the time. Well, yeah. Um, but yeah, I love her. I mean, she hangs out at, like, jazz clubs in Harlem. Yes. Yes, she does with her terrible uh, her friends. awful friends. And, like, her dad's like, Dan, what are you doing? Um, yeah, I I like the dynamic between because like her mother is is yes. dead, and so it's just her and her mm-hmm. father, and it's such like this sweet dynamic between the two because like her father kind of dotes on yeah. her a little bit, you know he worries about her and things like I mean, that. It's really it lends a lot of 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 weight of of credibility to their you know to to the yeah. comic. It's because it's so real. I like that it, um, while she is like a daddy's girl. I mean, because she still yeah. calls him daddy. She's a grown woman. Like, she's in her yeah. 20s. Um, but she also kind of won't take shit. So yeah, when he's true. like, now, Deanne, where are you going? She's like, all right, first off, I'm a grown-ass woman. I go where I want. And, yeah. you know, second, don't wait up. We'll talk about this tomorrow. But, like, I got a yeah. jazz club to go to and, like, you know, marijuana cigarettes to smoke. <laughs> jazz cigarettes you know and this chinese dude i'm gonna date so yes. yeah her dad didn't like that at all well you know i mean he's a da and it was 1938 so. so yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah the the relationship that forms between wesley and and dean is is it's so it's good real real good it's like there are few like comic book relationships that are this real. And again, you know, and speaking as a fanboy of Matt Wagner, <laughs> like he, he does tend to write like that where stuff feels very realistic. Yeah. Well, it was very organic. You know? Yeah, it was. Way... And you could believe the way, the way that it happened. It, you like, you believe yeah, and, it. And again, like I liked that again, Deanne's not like easily bamboozled. No, no, she is I mean, sharp she, as a tack. She doesn't have to be told that he's she figures this out. Like, you know, like yeah. I said, like, you know, he he breaks dates, you know, he has all these weird excuses about work, and she's like, okay. And then he starts showing up with like weird injuries. And he's like, No, right. I fell in the shower. And she's like, Are you sure? Because that looks like you were <laughs> shot. Like Right, exactly. You know, 
And I mean, in some, you know, in some cases, like she breaks the case for Wesley. Yep, Cause she, you know, she brings you know? some information because she gets it from her dad. Cause she does wind up being a clerk for her father. And yeah. so she'll bring information to him. But yeah, when she's like, all right, Wesley, well, if you're not going to tell me that you're Sandman, cause they do this kind of dance back and forth. And he's like, he's like, well, you know, like I got to tell her, but how do I right. tell her? Cause I don't want to lose her. And she's like, well, I know he is, but how do I say that I know? So she right, just she's... seduces him and then finds a secret lab afterwards and is like, <laughs> well, you want to, <laughs> with all his gas mask hanging up. And she's like, <laughs> right, like, explain yourself, Wesley Dodd. You want to say something or... Because, <laughs> like, you didn't fall in the shower unless you fell on a bullet. You shower. know, maybe that's what happened. Uh, uh, I yeah, I mean, it, I, I, I love the dynamic. Yeah, no, the they're, they're like, super great. I love them so much. And what's great is like even at like in in the darkest of cases, mm-hmm. like she's like the light that keeps Wesley yes. going, you know. And it, it's oh, it's so good. It, it, yeah, my my Kokoro's it, day it's very much so. I I love Wesley and Dion so much, yeah. so much. They're a great dynamic there. Um, even like just to kind of like go off track sure. a little bit, that because I am a Sandman fan. Um, Sleep of Reason, mm-hmm. which is which was the modern kind of reboot of the Sandman. Okay, yeah. They do um, like they kind of go over like a trip that like old Wesley and old Dean take to Afghanistan. Oh no! And like you know, the one thing that happens is, you know, he um, they're attacked by like by thugs mm-hmm. and who are gonna kidnap him, and Wesley uses this gas on them. And, you know, he's like, come on, let's get, let's get away from here. And as like, they're kind of like leaving, like the dudes are still asleep and she's like, wait, why are they still knocked unconscious? (laughs) And then he goes on this whole uh, thing where he's like, well, well, do you remember when I like, (laughs) this is amazing. I really wish this was an original series. He fights an insane romance novel writer. Oh my God. Who like draws, uh, she draws. inspiration from dudes that she sees on the street and then she kills them and hangs them in this garden. Oh my God. And basically what happened was, um, Wesley Dodds goes in, he busts up the place. He uses the gas gun on her, but she hits him with an ax. And so he goes unconscious from blood loss and he just happens to wake up before she does. So he can gas her again. Oh my God. And he's like, I can't ever do that again. I almost died. And so he makes this super crazy strong gas. God, Wesley, please. And he has, and like, he uses it on those dudes. And he's like, well, they should wake. And, you know, he explains all this to her. And she's like, why would you invent something like that? It's not quite death gas. Like, what is this (laughs) gas? She's like, you're better than this. You're a better person than this. You know? Keeps him on. Oh, my God. Wesley. (laughs) Yeah. The best. Not quite death gas. Oh my god! Oh, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I'm stunned by this story. Oh, it's it's super. That uh, sleep of reason was okay. I guess I kind of like the visual of like a modern Sandman with like the the M3 gas mask from the Iraqi yeah. war. But but yeah. Uh, well, let's talk about more characters. Let's let's talk about Humphreys. Oh, Humphreys, Wesley's. Yes. Uh, uh, loyal manservant. Yeah, I, I like, I like Humphreys, Humphreys a lot. too. He he keeps he knows. He, yeah, he knows. no, he one hundred percent knows. And he he's he's kind of like the Alfred, except like they didn't make him dumb and like. Oh, I'm actually an assassin, Batman. Yeah, he's, <laughs> not, he's not a <laughs> father figure either. Um, no, no, but yes, no, he is he's in on Wesley's uh little secret. For a while mm-hmm. there, he has to try to juggle that and Deanne. Yes. Be like, yes. he does a job. He does for a do while. a pretty good job where he's like, oh, Master Dodds has stepped out. I'm so sorry. Yes. <laughs> Certainly not out fighting crime, no. Yes. What would give you that that's, idea? That's how it goes. And I mean, he's a very proper butler. Yes. Which is great. No, I, I love him. Him and his daughter, Etta. Yes! Oh, so oh, good. Anna, who causes so yeah. many troubles. So much trouble. It's, she, she She does cause a lot She's of trouble. She's a little, little, little uh, hellraiser. 
Well, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'll leave our Legend of the Five Rings uh, comparisons. Okay. Out of um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, those are kind of like the that's the the home of our heroes would be those. Particular yeah, and characters. then you have uh, let's see, you have the police. Yes, uh, Lieutenant Burke. Oh, Lieutenant Burke is so at awesome. the forefront. Um, yes, Lieutenant Burke is an interesting yeah. character. He is an exercise in contradiction. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Despite himself, I do like him. He's he yeah. is a good cop. Yeah. As I make a face though when I say that. Well, I mean, the thing is he embodies embodies everything that's good and bad about a cop in the same breath. That's like true. he's tenacious. Yes. He's also unfortunately very aware that it's like, wow, it was probably the, you know, the blackie you shot him, you know, yeah. like he's, he's he's a racist character. Incredibly racist character. Yes. And like when you consider the the time and like what's been happening in, you know, New York City and like the things he's exposed to. Yeah. You know, he um he he kind of embodies everything that's bad about police and really good about police in the same This way. is this is true. Um he's also a constant thorn in Sandman's side. He is he so is he's constantly getting gassed by Sandman, which yeah, is hilarious yeah. to me. Yeah, it's it is true. He always kind of because like Burke is a he's an intelligent detective. He is. He's not and, a dumb bumbling cop. Like he he knows what's right. up. Yeah, but he's usually one step behind <laughs> the Sandman. And of course, when he shows up, he's like, "You, you ghoul!" <laughs> <laughs> and of course, he is gassed and wakes up in his origami. Yeah, this is true. Um, I'd be mad too if that happened. If like every time I went to work and like. Every time I showed up at like a different location, the Sandman was there and he gassed me. Like I forget to. I, yeah, I mean, I guess I can't blame him for that. Yeah. Um, I do like that that Wesley bugs his office. Yes. <laughs> so he like, a, like like a damn ghoul. He does. He like sits outside with his gas mask on, like listening. <laughs> like Wesley does he does do that? Goddamn goblin! What are you doing? <laughs> Wesley, don't be such a bugbear. <laughs> He's just you know, where he sits in his basement. Yes, help, <laughs> listening to his like ham radio, his radio and stuff, and I'm like, Wesley, go <laughs> go take your girlfriend out on a date. Like, what are you? <laughs> what are you doing, Wes? Come on, oh, come take her out dancing. <laughs> get out, get, get out of here. Um, let's see another ally he has, who's my other favorite, uh, Hubert Klein. Who yes. Is, oh, I forgot about Hubert Klein. Coroner. Oh, yes. He's so I, awesome. He's obsessed with vigilante comics. Yes, I love. Okay. So Hubert Klein is the, the ever suffering coroner. Uh, he's yes. Jewish, um, which is really heartbreaking because, again, this comic takes place in 1938. There's a lot of like pre World War II going on. Yeah. The back, I mean, this is obviously before, or I shouldn't say pre World War II, I should say pre. The U.S.'s involvement in yeah. World War II. Yeah, World War II has kind of been getting a little crazy over there in happening Europe. Happening over in Europe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's ever suffering because Burke is always like calling him names and like, you know, don't tell Jesus, don't tell me that. Just, you know, what killed the guy? Um, yeah. But he winds up helping Sandman and they yes. correspond through uh, the classified section. Yes, they totally so, do. So, like when when Burke discovers the uh, the the bug, he puts in yeah. the paper, "Mr. Sandman, your ears are showing," and he's like, <laughs> "Oh." But yeah. what I love is like yeah. their first time when they first meet, you know, Wesley mm-hmm. shows up and he's in his full gear with the gun. Yeah, and the guy's he's just he's like, "Don't shoot me!" He's like, "I have allergies. Don't shoot me." Yes, <laughs> and he's like, "The gun doesn't like." Yeah, and the gas will not harm well, you. <laughs> harm you. And he's like, but please, I'd rather not. I'll tell you what yeah. you want. Don't. Yeah. This is my other favorite the, thing. When what, people are like, don't kill me, bro. And he's like, this, it's not going to. He's like, it's, 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 it's harmless. You'll merely sleep to sleep with the girls. <laughs> like, 
I mean, he talks in a very overblown melodramatic fashion yes. when he's the yes. Sandman. And one of my favorite things is that he's like, you're just like like my favorite comic book character, Dick Bones. And he's just like, don't make light of my purpose, Hubert Clown. Yes. You know, like, <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Oh, I love it so much. Um, let's see. Yeah. So my other favorite thing about mm-hmm. this is, yeah. Uh, so you don't just get, uh, you know, you have all the story arcs. You know, it's all various horrible crimes. Yeah. What I liked about the way that they paced it yes. out is, it's like it's kind, of, it's very monster of the week, yes. where it's like, oh, you know, he's fighting blah or he's fighting blah, and and they really take their time to like motivate the criminals like set up the dream sequence that wesley has it's very methodical and it really does like when you get to the end of a story arc you're like oh that that was delicious for my mind like um yeah but what i love is we get other uh 1930s dc vigilante pulp heroes because um Mm -hmm. in in not vertigo Wesley Dodds yeah. was a founding member of the JSA, the Justice Society of America. Yes. So we meet other people. We do. Who might be in. So the first dude that we meet, so I have this all written down. Yes. I forget the order, uh, but we but do I meet we meet that. our man. Yes. Rex Tyler. The man of the hour. Who is a chemist. Mm-hmm. And his deal. Is he has created uh, these pills, Mir- yeah. miracle, 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 yeah, pills, which for one hour grant him superpowers. Yes, uh, they make him like near indestructible. Mm-hmm. I think no, that's the big thing. It's just near indestructible. Because like he gets run over. Uh, well, no, he he also gets super strength okay. as well. Like well, higher than normal mm-hmm, strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he's just, he's, like, literally, like, the best that a human can right. be for, like, one for hour. The one hour. So, yes. and the, the downside to this is that these pills are very addictive. Yeah, that's so true. So he is addicted to them. He's also addicted to crime fighting. He, yeah, he so, totally is. Uh, fun little fact, Rex Tyler becomes comics, like, first cautionary tale. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Um, but, yeah, in, in Mystery Theater... And again, it's pretty much the same story. He's, like, he's a chemist. He's created these pills. He mm-hmm. is helping people by being the man of the hour. Again, it's yes. through newspaper ads. Yes. And it's like, you know, if you need help, I will come and help you. Um, right. He tries to help this poor housewife with her husband. Mm-hmm. who's fallen yeah. in like a wrong crowd. He makes things so much worse. He does. I mean, well, that's the thing is his intentions were noble, but he doesn't really think about like you know like oh surely i'll have you know like he basically ends up like uh this guy's working for a local crime boss he shows up he busts the place up and he's like leave this man alone and then he buys the guy dinner and then he's like all right listen there's a guy that i know that's gonna hire you for a warehouse job you know uh just be there there are two shifts choose whichever one uh done solved Mm -hmm. And of course, that's not how things work in the real world. The guy ends up like walking home. The crime boss Jeez. shows up and he's just like, you fucked up real bad. <laughs> just just <laughs> a little bit there, dude. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, you know, we meet him. And that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Especially when they did like the costume party. Yes. And he shows up wearing like his, his thing, actual yeah. hour man costume. <laughs> and he's like, oh, it needs something. So he puts like the. The little hourglass yeah. around his neck, and I was like, "Oh, you're ready for the JSA, pal." <laughs> yeah, totally is. Only for one hour. Only though. for the one no, hour. No, no overtime. No, can only be for the one. Um, yes. My favorite favorite story, the mist. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, so now good. in this one, we meet Ted Knight, who is mm-hmm. the very first Starman. Right. Um, and his deal is he's another one who doesn't have superpowers per se. He's an inventor. And yes. he does stuff with, like, alternate sources of energy. He creates uh, the his cosmic wands. Rods. Mm-hmm. Yes. Something faintly phallic. 
And well, yeah, they let I mean, him like you know. fly around. He like shoot goons with them and stuff. Yeah. Um, and here we meet him. He's working. Um, there's like a defense contract contest going on. Uh, yep. For the military, because they're like, hey, this war that's brewing, and I know, like, America's yeah. a neutral party. We're right. probably going to get sucked into this. So he's like, well, hey, I have things. <laughs> Check out Let these things. Let me show you my things. Yeah. He's also, like, yes. kind of like a lady killer and, like, all over Deanne. And Wesley's just like, mm. <laughs> Yeah, Wesley's just like, sir, please. <laughs> Face crumpling at him. <laughs> But what makes this one really interesting is it's not so much concerned with him as it is with this man named Jonathan Smith, Mm -hmm. who is also working on. He's also an inventor. He also Mm -hmm. has like a crazy contraption that he's trying to work on to show. He has a real crazy contraption to show to the same defense contract people because they're having like mm-hmm. you know their whole contest so it's a bunch of people in there um yeah. only he's fallen in with like goons like mob goons yeah because he needs the money to do his thing right. because he has this this device that can turn like solid matter into like a mist yes and so they you know mob goons have him do it on like an airplane you know, yeah. once it's like it weakens like parts of it so that it, yeah. you know, falls apart. A mysterious accident. Yeah, like, know, oh, like, well, you know, it obviously wasn't cut. Like what happened here? Um, And then he, he finally, you know, he turns it on a dude and it yeah. works. And he's like, oh, awesome. So he takes it to the to the uh, the contest. You know, he disappears like a dog. And everyone's yes. like, oh, um. Yeah, they're like, well, I mean, because his whole thing was like, oh, it'll be the bloodless war, yep. like the horrors of war lesson. <laughs> because, you know, because he had been in, you know, the the big yeah, one. The Great War. He's Canadian. He was in the Great yes. War. He had a Victoria Cross. Yeah. Um, They don't go with his crazy mist ray. Right. And it does wind up, I think the, the goons wind up turning it on him. Yes, they totally they do. T- because they, he, he's like, please, you don't know how to set it. Yeah. <laughs> like, they blast him they with blast it. blast him yeah. with it. And I was telling Mike this, like, I felt like such a dummy. Because I didn't <laughs> get it until, okay, so, like, he gets it, and, you know, and he's, like, in a trench coat, and he's got his package, like, clenched real tight to him. And, mm. like, the last page is him, like, in a hotel room, and yeah. he's, like, looking at himself. And then it goes outside yeah. and it's welcome to Opal City. And I was like, oh my God, it's the fucking miss. <laughs> <laughs> Who the story arc was literally named after. Yeah, it was literally called the Literally mist. called the Mist starring Starman. Oh, oh boy. And yeah, like womp womp. <laughs> <laughs> How do you look at yourself in the morning, <laughs> Emily? Not, not, not very well. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you just screaming you it was called the mist it was, it was I just I felt like mist. I was like oh blob, blob. <laughs> oh my goodness anything to get a laugh I guess uh, yeah well hey I uh, let's see we meet Jim Corrigan the mm-hmm. specter yes we for, do uh, there's a uh, for the 1939 world's fair mm-hmm. uh, there's this one was a sad one yeah I, mm, this one was real sad. So there's like a bunch of murders that are happening. It's the World's Fair. Um, yeah. It's young men are being killed. And they're mm-hmm. like, we don't know what's going on. Burke is on the case. And he's like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. So they bring in Jim Corrigan. He's like, what is this asshole doing here? <laughs> he's like very ominous. Like, I will be just like a, a specter. You won't know. I'm like, All right, get, yes. get out of here. You, you weird. <laughs> Get out of here, you drama queen. <laughs> you, you yum dum. Um, but okay, to go a little bit more in, into this one, because this is actually mm-hmm. something uh, that I really liked that happened with Wesley. Yeah. I like it when our heroes examine their own faults. Yes. Um, their own shortcomings, mm-hmm. um, their own biases. 
So mm-hmm. the whole thing with these murders is they're gay murders. These are gay yes. young men that are being killed, which you can imagine is going right. over real well in 1939 New York. Um, right. So Wesley asks Sandman, he's on the case. He's trying to figure out who one of the victims is because they can't identify him. Uh, he goes to a gay club to you know, try uh-huh. to identify this guy. Winds up running into his friend, uh, Robert Lee. I yeah. think, yeah, Robert. I I believe that is his name. Yes. Um, Chinese dude that he's known since like college. He's a, a statistic professor. <laughs> which I I'm so, I liked Robert a lot. He he was cool. Yeah, I liked him. he was good. So he's like, whoa, didn't know, and it like it kind of freaks him out. And what I really liked is that he took the time to examine that. He's like, why does it matter? You know, like examining mm-hmm. his own bigotry towards the fact that Robert's gay. And I really like right. that. It's like, you don't, you don't tend to get that a lot, especially with quote unquote superheroes. Yeah, um, that is true. Especially a book that's written. It was written in the nineties. It's just, I like that, it, that they did that. Like he took the time to examine that you know, to come to terms with his own bigotry instead of just like yeah. whitewashing it over it. You know, I say thought of like Hal Jordan and pie face. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. How yeah. instead, you know, of having Hal Jordan own up to the fact that he calls his friend that it got put yes. on someone else and Hal got to be the big hero that called him out for it. Right. It's like, no, it would have meant so much more, you know, if Hal had yeah. realized that he was in the wrong. Right, exactly. If he would have self-examined himself, yeah. and maybe he would have turned out to be less of a dick. Yeah, face. and that's what I liked about was is that he took the time to examine this, and then, it, of course, it turned super tragic because poor Robert gets killed by this dude. And yeah. that's when Wesley is like, you know, oh, hell no, where's my gas gun, you know? <laughs> Give me my gas Give me my gun, dude. death gas, let's do this. Yes. You know, and he realizes <laughs> at the end, you know, it didn't matter, Robert was a friend, and it's really the problem was... His problem wasn't anything that right. Robert had ever done. Anyway, I don't know. I just I really like that that they took the time for that. It was just, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it, it really is like again, it's a very realistic mm-hmm. comic. You know, I mean, that's a that's a crisis that almost anybody can yeah. have. You yeah, know? I just it was also hilarious because like Robert thought that like Wesley was there cruising for dudes, and he's like, "Well, <laughs> dude, you don't have to like." I mean, we're all here, and he's like, no, I'm investigating a murder, and he's like, really, Wesley? <laughs> really? <laughs> Invest- okay. Alright, whatever, whatever you, you say, say man. And then Deanne has to come in, she's like, oh no, I'm like writing a book, and Wesley was doing research for me, and he's like, oh, that makes perfect sense, alright. <laughs> See the truth, Wesley, it's great. I'm like, oh my god, yeah. Wesley. You yum-dum. <laughs> it's you true. See. He is. Uh, we meet... One of the Blackhawks? Yes. Yes, we do. Eh? Yeah. yeah. He's an air show, like, stunt pilot dude. Mm-hmm. He's very he's, Polish. He's from Poland, where he's trying to drum up support. Yeah, drum up support for the war effort, because Germany's, like, about to scream on Poland. <laughs> yeah, basically. And he's like, please, American friends. Yes. Help. And they're like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Unfortunately, he runs afoul of Burke. And Burke does not like him whatsoever. No, Burke is convinced that he murdered this woman that, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. Burke knew. Um, Yes. And, yeah, he won't hear anything else. He's like, no, Mm -hmm. this he murdered her. He murdered this other girl. You know, he's busting out of jail. I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. Sandman's like, no, sleep the sleep of the just. <laughs> he's just like, not again. No. Let me guess you again. There's no negative side effects, friend. <laughs> That's a perfectly fine, organically grown gas. <laughs> God is 19th. God only knows what's in this gas, Wesley. Yeah, I know. It's like, it's basically lead and arsenic. It's like, fun. It puts you right to sleep there, friend. It's, yeah. It's fun. Yeah. But yeah, the Blackhawks. <laughs> Who, for people who maybe don't know, they they were a a war, another war comic. Uh, they're a group yeah. of ace pilots uh, mm-hmm. from, I think, mostly Europe. Uh, yeah, I had no idea. I was just like Blackhawks, aren't they? Yeah, American he was like, dude? oh, so like they made this one dude Polish. I'm like, no, the dude is Polish. 
<laughs> yeah, I had no idea. I I've never read any Blackhawks thing. The I am most uh familiar with them in from Super Dickery. So yeah, I mean, I know um Lady Blackhawk the most. Yeah. Um Zeta because she yeah. hung around with Birds of Prey for a while, and she had her cute yeah. like little skirt outfit that she wore. Was she American? <sighs> you know, I don't. You know what? Given that her name started with a Z, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. I'm going to assume that she was also European. Okay. I'll believe you. So, yeah, we meet him. Um, gosh, we have, like, the super meta story with the return of the Scarlet Ghost. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where <laughs> there, there are literal Sandman comics being published. <laughs> yes, and Wesley is just like, wait, what is what is this? <laughs> like, literal pulp comics, but it's, yeah. it's his old, like actual OG 1930s yes. costume so it's like the weird like like car grill gas mask yes <laughs> and he's like what that's not what I look like what's happening here <laughs> and um Deanne who had been kind of a sidekick as yeah. Sandy like she'll like drive home around sometimes and she's like in her little chauffeur costume with like a mask right those are like you can call me Sandy you know, she's turned into like a young boy yeah, and he's just like, why would he bring a young child into danger every time he goes <laughs> children out? Children into danger. Like, what is this? <laughs> and yeah, it's a whole thing with like crooked like comic book publishers. Yes. Who are pretty much doing like mob hits on each other because they're like, hey, there's a war coming up. There's going to be a lot of money to be made when our boys go overseas and they want to read comics. And he's like, you... Let's knock off this Stan Lee guy. (laughs) You literally killed a man. Yeah. And he's like, well... (laughs) Sleep shrug, I guess. Yes. Yeah, poor Deanne gets caught in it. Mm Because she's, um, at this point, uh, she's writing mystery stories. Yeah. And she's trying to sell them. And of course, they're like, get out of here, you dumb broad. Right. And she goes back in there to like give him to give him what for and a bomb goes off. And yeah. she's she's like inside the building when yeah, this happens. Yeah, kills the dude instantly. It, I mean, she's buried under a bunch of rubble. She's in a coma. It's real terrible. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, this is when we find out that she's pregnant. Yeah. Cuz yeah, important note of Wesley and Deanne's relationship. They yep. hump all the time. A lot, like more than I remember. Yeah, I had forgotten how often they they do it. Yeah, and I'm like, dang it, like, yeah, knocking them 1930s boots. Jeez, like, Sandman. Yeah, and it's a say. What can I say? He's an, it's his mind is what's sexiest about him. It, it's gotta be. Yeah, Let's keep your claws off my man. Oh, oh no, your boyfriend, day too. <laughs> That's right. My boyfriend's actually dream, but like Wesley reminds me of him. So I'm like, you know, oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. He had that weird dream sequence though, where he was. Oh, I love dream, that. He had like That's... that weird alien helmet. Yeah. He well, dreams. Helmet is super fucking I mean, it's weird. Like, it's like an HR Geiger alien. Yeah. Head. It literally like the snout area. Like it looks like a gas mask, but the snout area is made out of like spines. Yeah. It's, I don't like it. It's creepy. Yeah, but, like, that's the whole thing, is it's, like, you know, Wesley kind of even coming to grips with, like, what he's doing, where he'll dream about, you know, he'll dream about Morpheus, and he's, like, I see myself like I'm supposed to be, like, I'm powerful, and I have all, you know, uh, the entire unconscious world, (laughs) you know, at my fingertips, but I'm not that man, I'm I'm just, like, a reflection You know, like the one where he, where he like fights him, like where he's in the armor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and you know, he's just, and Morpheus is just like, you're not me. Like you could never be me. You don't understand what it is to be me. You don't get trapped in glass bubbles, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's really hard. They're like glass bubbles and like sorcerers trapped you. (laughs) I'd be like, all right. I mean, again, I'm just (laughs) saying, dude, you just kick it. <laughs> and he's like, no, but it's a sorcerer. You don't understand. <laughs> Maybe if you just hit it, for, uh, elbow it with your sharp little elbow. <laughs> he could, he could do it. He has some pretty I sharp elbows. Um, Throw some sand at it. Get John Constantine to be a dick to the guy. Yeah, I don't know. Come on, bro. Think outside the glass bubble here. Um, yeah, I do like too that Wesley dreams about the Corinthians sometimes. 
Oh, God, yeah, the creepiest thing okay. to come out of the Atlantis thing. For, again, for those who maybe don't know, the Corinthian. <laughs> I love the Corinthian. Jeez, this is so fucking scary. I come at yeah. all. Uh, the Corinthian, I don't even know what his deal is. I just know that oh, I can, I know of, his deal. instead of eyes, he's got mm-hmm. teeth. Yeah, he's got teeth where his, where eyes, his are eyes are to supposed be. to be. Yeah, because basically... <laughs> This is, this is like crazy. It's pulling crazy. down on my eyes to show you guys. <laughs> yes. Um, the thing is, Dream made him. Good job, Dream. Because he was... Well, again, Dream doesn't have, like... He doesn't know about morals. <laughs> like, he's just really concerned about his, his sphere of influence. So he's like... He's like, I wanted to make... He said, I wanted to make a reflection of a man. Mm-hmm. That when, you know, you look into a mirror... And you see yourself, and then you see your reflection slowly raise its right hand <laughs> when you have not. That's what he That's... wanted to make. Like, something that was like, a, a, I've had that nightmare before. That's real fucking um, creepy dream. Like, what the hell? Yeah. And so he designs the Corinthian, and he's like, no, he's he's perfect. He is a nightmare. Yes. And then, and then like... You know, like he's like unleashed upon the world for like sixty years while Dream is in a glass bubble, and he's like, "Oh man, that was a bad decision." I mean, because it is, um, it's implied in mm-hmm. mystery theater that Corinthian is responsible for some of the horrors that Wesley faces. Yes, it's it's and it's true. Like he, he well, that's a thing. Is like the Corinthian is just a bad dude who just wanders around and does terrible things. Mm, well, he's a he's a walking, breathing nightmare. Well, yeah, and he has this horrible eye teeth. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Because yeah, because he kind of factored in, um, with the World's Fair murders. Because yeah, he was yeah. in Wesley's dreams with the the teeth for the eyes and the dude who was doing the killings. He wore, yeah. like, a leather daddy suit with the zippers. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of, like, really fucked up things that happen in this comic. Yeah, like, it's it's true. It's not as, like, oppressively grim, dark, like the question was. Yeah. Um, This comic, it does let you breathe, and I think a lot of that has to do with Wesley and Deanne's relationship. Yes, it absolutely um, does. And that it takes you away from the horror. Yeah, which is which great is really because funny. I can only take so much. There is, I mean, God, they deal with like some like Ed Gein shit with like the, the yeah. sewers and it's like a charnel house. You yeah. know, the, the World's Fair dude is really fucked up. You have the, the tarantula. Yeah. Oh, God. The, the first story, who is this kidnapper yeah. who kidnaps these girls and he's torturing. Yeah, it, it, a lot of yeah. really terrible shit is happening in New York. Right. It's um, true. Well, it was the 30s. It was, it was bad. It was, it was real bad. New York in general. I don't know. Um, How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the one afternoon I spent in New York, it was actually very lovely. Yes. Um, Beyonce from there. So check yourself. Uh, look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Bay. I'm sorry. I want you to write a letter of apology to Beyonce because she listens to the podcast. I know she does. Secret comic goon Beyonce. <laughs> yes. Jay-Z, not a fan though. He doesn't like us. Well, whatever. Sorry. I don't like him either. Now <laughs> no. what? We're in a feud, I guess. <laughs> yeah, now well, you done started a beef now, Emily. You know, like we're 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 in it to win I, it now. I, man, we got so off track. Yeah, we did. I don't even we know did. what I was talking about. Thanks, dude. Uh the Corinthian. We were talking about we were talking about the levels of terror in the comics. Oh comic, yeah, basically. yeah, yeah, and that yeah, yeah. I mean, again, it's not like the question where you're just mired in it and you just oh god, it's like exhausting it in the question. question. I mean, it, as good as it was, and it was really good. It was. Yeah. It was like oh man, I gotta take a shower and like lay down. Yeah, exactly. Like I felt that I had to watch cartoons because I was so like despondent <laughs> afterwards. Like oh my goodness, so. Let's talk about the art because I like it a lot because one of my favorite artists, actually a few of my favorite artists kind of collaborate on this. Yeah, good old Guy Davis. Guy Davis. I love Guy Davis's art so much. Oh, I could tell because you got like shouty. Yeah. (laughs) Guy Davis. Yeah. Who he works at. What? He vampire? 
He did. Um, he's done art for a lot of White Wolf yeah. games. So if you guys have played White Wolf games and you've seen that weird sketchy art where people's bodies are like a little too long, that's probably Guy Davis. Yeah, if you saw like good art, it was probably yeah. Guy Davis. It's true. Guy Davis, um, I love his style so much. I it take it took a little while to grow on me. I was like, oh my god, this is so sketchy. It is, it's very I don't know, like, it fits the time period, so... It, it does, it, yeah. I don't know, because, like, when you're reading the... Because, again, Mystery Theater, which was written in, like, the early to mid-90s... Yes. You know, evoking the late 1930s, you don't mm-hmm. want, like, the typical 1930s or 1990s art. Right, exactly. It wouldn't have No, fit. it would have looked awful, and this comic would have lasted two issues. Yeah, um, yeah. and I mean, I, I think because it's a more almost like kind of like a throwback a more traditional yeah, yeah. i guess i could say it it fits yeah, really no, his really well. has, like he drew um fantastic four unstable molecules which is mm-hmm. one of my my like all-time favorite graphic novels i love that story yeah. so much um yeah guy davis is great also i believe we read the mark or at least i might have read the marquee i, I have the marquee have. i have not read it yet mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Guy Davis knows how to draw really creepy demons. I, I believe it, yes. So, um, you know, prepare prepare for pain, rookie. Oh. But like buckle myself um, in there, pal. Yeah. I, I love I love his art. All the covers are done. I wanna say it's Timothy Bradstreet. I really do. I'm gonna fact check myself. They're all pictures. They're all like photographs. Yeah. They're, none of them are drawn. Right, yeah, exactly. But like that's kind of like his de- like you know, like almost how he's done some of the other ones like in the Hellblazer series that are like basically just collages of photos that are put together. No, cuz Tim um, Bradstreet actually draws like he might like photo reference stuff. But he no, they're all cuz I'm like I keep looking at them and I'm like you fucking like larpers, what is this? Like <laughs> <laughs> Like oh no, man, it's like my Sandman larp. Don't don't interrupt my sandman. Oh my god, Emily, you're embarrassing me. I mean, it reminded me of the pictures from like vampire, like like source books. Yeah, I mean, but they're done so well. I I just I love that kind of like evocative. Like it gives you, um, you know, it it, it gives you kind of like like a a different lens to see him through. I, I, I don't know. I thought the covers were kind of cheesy. They didn't really do it <sighs> for me. I was like, I'm glad I already know that the series is great. Cause if I was judging it on the covers, I'd be like, what the hell? That's actually why I, uh, that's why I, one of the covers are like one of the reasons that I did oh. it. Yeah. yeah. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. If I was just judging by the, I'll destroy you. I'll... I would have been like, Oh, Okay, like you and your yes. friends went to the park for an afternoon and had your deviant art shoot. I don't. Maybe it's. Yeah, I don't think it is, friend. I think, no, I, I don't think, think it is I think either. Spreading now, lies on our podcast. No, well, that's why I fact checked myself because I wasn't sure. Uh, maybe it's. Is it maybe Dave McKean? Maybe. No, because he does actual collage stuff. Like these are just like straight. Like this. Yeah. This is me and my friends, and we're taking pictures. Yeah, I just um, I'll have to look that up. I'll it, I'll I'll do some research. I'll get back to you guys on that one. But I like them. I thought that the covers were they were very like now that I'm I'm actually looking at some of them, they are very very larpy. They, they like this on Mind's Eye Theater, exactly. like you know the the sand Mind's Eye Theater. But I don't think, I don't care. I don't care. I'm standing by my picture. <laughs> I think it's great. I- because it's very noiry, you know. I, it's just like I, the. I guess. I, don't I know. guess that's creative differences. I, like I suppose. I like the inside of the book better than the outside of the book. Well, all right, whatever. You're you're entitled to your bad opinion. <laughs> How I dare think. you? My the only um, good one. The <laughs> the writing is top oh, notch. Oh no, it's it's fantastic. I love. I, I mean, love it. there is not a bad issue of this. You know, there's really there are seventy issues of this, and none of them are bad. No, no. no. Like I, I couldn't think of a single story that I'm like, you know what, the brute was kind of stupid. It, it wasn't. It was fucking no. great. Oh my god, the brute that was crazy. Yeah, 
I mean, like, even everyone's like, like, like the villains are even appropriate. Because like Wesley Dodds, when you boil it down, he's a guy who wears a gas mask and a suit. <laughs> the villains, their costumes are equally 1930s thrown together. Yes. Like where he fights the scorpion, the dude has like a bandana over his face. Yes. He has cowboy boots with spurs and a whip. Yes. It's a poison yeah, whip. A, yeah, it is a poison whip. That's true. Um, you know, where he fights like the python. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> He's like a like a basically a 1930s aerobics instructor that's just like strangling people. Oh, <laughs> that's right. He yeah. Yeah, because yeah, because Dean like goes to the class with Carol. Oh my god! Like, is, and she's like, "Oh, he's such a hunk." That's you know? right. no, he's a murderer. Yeah, he is a murderer, and he uses those arms to strangle women. Yes, <laughs> like, yeah, he yeah. does. He does. Do what that. a cretin! Yeah. Um. Honestly, I don't think I could say enough good stuff about this to get you guys to read this. It's one of my favorite. I own almost the entire run in print, <laughs> and it is. Fan goddamn fantastic. So it's this is like for people who don't want to read like superheroes, but you still want them to read superheroes. (laughs) Like this is the book that you give that friend who's like, Well, I read comics, but I'm not into superheroes. Not into superheroes. Well, here I'm gonna get no, but it's not I'm gonna give you a superhero comic that you're gonna like. Really superheroes be no, just read it, you yeah. know, as you try to be, like, sly about it. Not like I've ever done yeah. this before. No, it's just so great, because it is. It's just, it's pulp. It's vigilantism. It's it's yeah. history. It's... Yeah. It's like, and you have, like, that mis- that mystery collection, you know, of, like, you know, Wesley's mm-hmm. dreams, like, the quest to catch the criminal. Oh, my God, it's so good. If they made a well-done TV series of this. Hey, Netflix and DC, listen up, dog. If you want to strike back at Marvel, take take my idea and just put me in the credits as, like, Mr. Dodd's assistant because he's not a real person. He's a comic book character. (laughs) Honestly, I was just thinking this, like, earlier today. Yeah. And I'm like, man, if only DC had their shit together for, like, movies... Yeah, Vertigo would provide Vert- them with so you imagine, much. So I was thinking, I was like, all right, so Marvel's like, you know, okay, we're going back to like the 40s and we have all their history. Holy hell, yeah. could you imagine if they're like, okay, we're going to do like a JSA movie, circa 1930, whatever. And here yeah, we go. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I just, because that's the thing. They don't, nobody wants to take chances, but Marvel did. And that's yeah, why they're on top. And I was thinking that too. I was I'm like, just dude, saying. DC has like legacy characters i mean marvel yeah. has really great characters oh, yeah. i mean I'm, i won't lie like i love a lot of marvel dudes yeah but do you see i mean they've got like real heavy history and yeah legacy. absolutely and i'm like true. i wish they would dig into it because yeah it's now true. that you said it like the, i i want that would be so i want to say a man mystery theater like netflix television series so so it's question time on Opal City Radio. We're we're just about done talking. Read this. Read, just read this comic. You, like, really, it's great. really, you guys should. I mean, it's it is. It's got everything. It's wonderful. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's it is it is absolutely great. So in in and I thought about this beforehand mm-hmm. a little bit. Who would you cast as Wesley Dodds and Dean Belmont? In your Sandman mystery theater. Oh, I can't even answer that, dude. I'm so bad with actors. <laughs> like, you needed to, to give me like, two weeks warning. Uh, le- <laughs> Comedy option Wesley Dodds is Jonah Hill. Dean <laughs> uh, Belmont oh, is Megan God, Fox. No, it's terrible. <laughs> Here's witness. <laughs> That's how it would actually maybe, turn out if, if this was tried. Maybe for Wesley. Um, what's his face? Miles Teller, the kid who was Reed Richards mm. in the Bad Fantastic Four movie. Oh, yeah, that would because he it would can work. act. Apparently, he was yeah. in one movie. Yeah, he was in that yeah, drama that's true. movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. Uh, he was. 
I forget what his name was. Yeah, Whiplash is the name of the movie. One of my like favorites. That, that drumming movie. Um, <laughs> the movie is called Whiplash. You uh, it was called Drumming. It was called Drumming, <laughs> the movie. Have you ever seen the sequel, Drumming Drum 2? <laughs> Drum um, Harder. Electric <laughs> Uh Drumming 2, the new badge. No, God. No, no uh, stop it. Deanne. I don't, I don't, because again, I'm just, I'm god awful with like names and I'm like, an actress. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Print. <laughs> I would like to see, uh, I, I don't even know. I, I didn't really like, there were a couple of people I was, your, your choice for Wesley Dodds is a lot mm-hmm. better than some of mine. Um, for, for Dean. Oh, geez. I don't know. Um, let's see who, who jumps to, like Kat Dennings jumps to mind. I think she'd be a pretty good Dean. Yeah, she actually, no, she could be good. Yeah, I, I, because I could see, I could see that. Wesley have a, like, they have like a Nick and Nora Charles thing going on. It's very, a lot of yeah. really mm-hmm. snappy bantering, a lot of very flirty yeah, bantering. True. So yes. yeah, she definitely has the comedic, I think, timing. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, she, she's, she's great in comedic. I mean, if you've ever seen yeah, Thor, she, she's. I think um, she, she could she could be good. Yeah. All right. Well, there we go. We've just cast it for you. Now we've, we've done, done all the hard work, work for, you. for you. Yeah. Just, 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 just do it. All right. Just, just goddamn do yeah, it. Please. So, this has been Oval City Radio. Uh, we are in the midst of our crime binge, where we binge on Too crime. Much crime. So much crime. There's, there's, there's so more coming more. up. Crime never ends, guys. Um, you can get in touch with us at obelcityradio at gmail.com. Um, mailbag was empty this week, once again. Womp. Um, yeah, well, hey guys, again, you, we are at your mercy. We're at your beck and, we are the Humphreys to you at the moment. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, write, write us things. Um, you can, uh, get in touch with us also at obelcityradio.blogspot.com. Uh, That's where I'm going to be posting this shiny <laughs> new episode. Um, we are on iTunes finally Great. again. I've heard some people sent me text messages. They're very, very, uh, thankful. You're yeah. welcome. Um, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, we're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're, we're everywhere. You can listen to our audio, not quite death yes. gas and, and, and sleep the sleep of the entertained. <laughs> yes. Um, so, uh, that, that is, that's it for us this week, guys. We'll be back next week. We're going to be doing some more crime comics. So, uh, stay yeah. tuned. Bye, guys. Bye. This has been a production of Opal City Radio, now ending its broadcast day.